Hello there. Welcome to another episode of The Shelter with Pastor Antidepressant. I know it's been quite a while since you heard from us. Some of you are like, where did he go to? Well, a lot has happened. Accidents, band-aids, neck colors. You know, God has been super faithful. So we're here now. It's the end of the first quarter, the beginning of the second. And it's a great time to say thank you, Jesus. And couple with the fact that we are in the Easter season, it makes it really amazing to share God's love with you. Well, in a few seconds, I just wanted to share this with you. Uh, Jesus died for you and I. Yeah, he literally did that. He took the shame, the pain, the agony. He took them all. It cost him his life. You, you know, when I give you this analogy that it cost him his life, you should think about it in this manner. That he did nothing wrong. You and I did all the wrongs, yet he got punished for all of our wrongs. Yet when you think about it that way first, it gives you a heart of understanding. Now, you should realize that he was Jesus. He had no sin. There was nothing wrong with him. There was nothing the world system could hold against him. Because all he said, all he did, were true and righteous. The Bible said he knew no sin. No. If you understand that line of someone who knew no sin, it means there was nothing about him that was sinful. You know, he is the human evidence, the human representation of what the Bible referred to as the incorruptible seed of God's word. Jesus is the word of God made flesh. And he came to us in human flesh. He was incorruptible. Even when the world system decided to push him aback, he was incorruptible. They could hold, he couldn't, the devil couldn't get him to sin. Even in Matthew chapter 4, when the temptations came, and you, you could go through the recording back to back, and you just realize that Jesus was firm in his faith. And while he went through all of that, he did not sin against God. He did not give men any reason to hold anything against him. Neither did they give heaven. In Isaiah chapter 53, the Bible reminds us of whose report we believe in. He said there was, it was so terrible about the person of Jesus at that time that there was nothing comely about him. We looked upon him and we saw him stricken of the Lord. But instead, it wasn't stricken of the Lord. It was our sins, our guilt, our shame, our issues that put him on that spot. He took it all and he didn't say a word. Like a sheep taken to the slaughter, he said not one word. You know, it's not like there was no words to say. There was, he could have just decided to say, no, I'm not doing this anymore. But no, he didn't. He went all the way. He paid all the price. He paid all the price. He didn't pay power. He paid it all. For your present, your past and future sins, he paid the price. For the curses of your ancestors that have been working against you, he paid it. The Bible said, cursed is he who hangs on the tree. Jesus took the curse from you and hung him on the tree. 
for those covenants that has been made even before you were born. Well, Jesus took those covenants that were working against you. They were handwritten ordinances, handwritings of ordinances against you on the walls. He went, he wiped them off and gave you a blank slate, a brand new slate before the Father. The Bible says, new every morning are his mercies. He does that every single day. So he paid all of the price on the cross. So you need not pay no more price. All you just need to do is to relax and enjoy the finished work of Christ on the cross. Bask in it. Walk into the finished works and you're good to go. So yeah, you say, oh, Christ paid it all. Yeah, he paid it all. But he requires something of you. He requires you still to surrender. So in this season, when you think about what Christ had done for you, remember that he had done it all even when you didn't even ask for it. He knew you needed it. You didn't even know you needed it. He paid all of the price. He paid so much price that he went down the grave. Now let me tell you the actions that happened down the grave. When he went down the grave, why would he need three days? He spent three days in the grave and came out on the third day. The Father, the Son, the Spirit had their responsibilities in the grave. So they all took part in all of the work down the grave. And on the third day when it was done, hell could not take it anymore. Hell had to let him go. So he had taken the keys of life and death. He took it from them and brought it back as spores. He took grace from the grave, brought back salvation, brought back healing, brought back deliverance. He did it all in the grave, stripped the grave of all of its seeming rights lost to Adam. The Adam lost it all, but now we've got a second Adam in the person of Jesus the Christ, who held it on and jugular and dealt with it outrightly. He didn't want you to have a broken relationship with God, so he became the bridge. He became the perpetration of your sin. He became the only consolation God needed to have so you and him could have koinonia afresh. He paid the price to the fullest. So you ain't gonna be poor no more because he was made poor. He was stripped of all of his rights so that you could have all of your rights. He was wounded so that all the bruises you carry would no longer be carried no more. By his stripes, you were made whole. So no sin, sickness, cost, whatever, could have a hold on you anymore. No sickness, no pandemic, no noise on pestilence could have its way around you anymore because you are a new creation. You have been made anew by the blood. He has paid the price and he paid it in full. So friends, I just want to remind you, this season is for you all the way. Jesus went all the way with you in his heart, with you deep down his heart. He was thinking about you all the way, not part-time, full-time, he got you in his heart. Remember, you are the reason for the season. And the season of his rising 
because he wants you risen on the day of his coming. Stay blessed. Remain righteous to the day of his coming. Have a good day. Have a good night. Have a great week ahead. Whatever it is you want to have, you can have it. God bless you. Remember, this is the pastor untidy present here on the show. Oh, shit.